2: You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. SEC! SEC! Now, here are your hosts Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler.
3: What's up, everyone? Let me tell you about a company called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of Sports Scramble. It's your your co-host, Chet, with my partners, Wade, Tyler, and Futch. How's everybody doing tonight?
1: Pretty good. Can't complain.
3: We had a little Mm -hmm. bit of a a sports weekend with everyone. Wade came to visit me out in Houston, got some golf in, while uh, our main man, T.T., hit up the Baton Rouge, and watched our Tigers suck it up big time. Yeah. Wow. Old Miss brought out
1: the brooms this weekend in B.R., that's
3: for sure. Well, Mr. Futch was uh, out there in the ATL, then immediately back to working his day job at Home Depot. So we're recording on uh, Sunday night. We're probably going to start doing it on Sunday nights now, since Home Depot doesn't understand Futch is an aspiring PGA Tour player and makes him work Monday nights. So, but – To start off the show with some breaking news from Mr. Drew Brees, Uh, there was talk today that he's no longer with the NBC broadcast crew for uh, Sunday football, but uh, he sent out a tweet, despite speculation from media about my future this fall, I'm currently undecided. I may work for NBC. I may play football again. I may focus on business and philanthropy. I may train for the pickleball tour, the senior golf tour, might see him out there. Coach my kids or all of the above? I'll let you know. All right. I want to get y'all's, y'all's reaction to that. What, what are your thoughts?
0: I'm liking pickleball. Pickleball is my vote. Um, that'd be kind of cool. He could be the new face of the game.
1: <laughs> yeah, the network's honestly is interesting because Tory Aikman and Joe Buck are going to be moving to ESPN's Monday Night Football. And then Al Michaels moving from NBC to now Amazon uh, where the Thursday night games with Kirk Herbstreet, which is Honestly, I, I saw a lot of fans. I don't, I don't think they like that move. Yeah, it's a Kirk, weird move.
3: Kirk, Kirk's a college guy. It's going to be an interesting switch yeah. to NFL. Drew,
1: honestly, he can do whatever he wants in his life. I mean, he had a Hall of Fame career, so if he wants to go back to NBC, he definitely has a role uh, there with Chris Collinsworth. He could probably uh, be... Well, he was
3: slated to replace old Chris Collinsworth, I believe, wasn't he?
1: Or he can go to Fox and replace uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. That would probably be the smarter move if he wants to be... A color commentator.
2: Well, but where did where did Brady get the offer from? Fox. Brady got the offer from Fox.
1: Fox. But, the, Bro, the, but he's Brady. Brady he's and he's Bruce never he work together. together. He's got yeah. to wait five more years. So to tie I that into the
3: question. to tie that into what Futz just said, Tom Brady's got a ten year $375 three hundred seventy five million dollar offer for Jeez. broadcasting for Fox, which is insane considering he's never yeah. broadcasted a day in his life. They're really, I think, more paying so nobody else gets them. Banking oh, yeah, Fox on... also,
1: like I just said, they have to replace two big names, of Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. So I think Fox is going to get desperate and try and uh, probably like Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be next one in line once he hangs it up. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, if Breeze if he does, I mean, he could stay with NBC. It's probably going to be Mike Tirico, though, going to the Sunday night if I were at the guess with Chris Collins were so, I'm just saying that Fox is probably the best opportunity for him since there's a lot of movement going around.
3: I noticed all of y'all kind of brushed over the "I may return to football" comment. <laughs> I know that everybody on Twitter is I, losing their minds right I now. I don't think
1: he is. I mean, I know that the Saints just added some pieces on the offensive side, but I, I, I don't think that he's going to come back and play football. I think he's happy with his family, he wants to spend time with his wife and his kids. I think he, if he does go to a job. I don't even know if you, why, uh, you know, if you're retired, why would you even want to go to another job? You're already a millionaire. So I don't know. I guess just, you just want to just they're stay wired differently. The they're... football. I guess that's the only reason why a lot of these yeah. athletes do that. But like I, mean, I said, wired. he could do whatever he wants. I would just be fine with it, but he's not coming back on the football field.
2: I don't think he's going to come back to the football field just based on what I've seen the moves from the Saints. I think if he comes back, the only person he's gonna, the only team's gonna play for is is the Saints, and I think the only person he's gonna play under is Sean Payton. And with Sean Payton not being there, is it? It doesn't make any sense. I don't think for him to to do something. Well, speaking like to
1: that. speaking of Sean Payton, did y'all see the report that the Panthers are trying to hire him away? But the Saints, if you don't know, they still have him under contract until twenty twenty four. So if if the Panthers were able to do that, I'm sure they would have to give some draft picks to the Saints, but. Yeah, that's it. That's another Tra-
2: name that Sean Payton. I, Trading I, draft picks no, no, for no, no, a no, no. head coach. I, I, no, 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 be no, 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 Something that would never happen. That's never happened, and it will never happen. I, mean, that, I, that's I, I think that way
1: that, that contract then.
3: You have to. I think you have to buy the Saints out of it. You'd have yeah. to give them just. It happened yeah, in the NBA. I don't
1: think it's going to happen though. It's straight. Doc Josh
0: Rivers was worth a second rounder.
1: I feel like if Sean Payton's going to go to another team, it's going to be the Cowboys. And yeah, Doc Rivers whatever. is
2: still th- worth a third or fourth rounder now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it actually paid off quite well. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to see old Drew, like Wade said, try his hand on the pickleball tour or maybe What the if he comes back and
1: be the He's got young though, kids. Saints, could that be another good option for him?
3: I don't think he comes back to New Orleans. He loves New Orleans, but I mean, he's got a house out in San Diego. Yeah. His kids are in school in San Diego. I could see him coaching again. Like coach or coaching somewhere, maybe local to, to that yeah, area.
1: Coach somebody like a high school football team and
3: yeah. something relaxed. I can see him doing
1: that. Like something relaxing and keeps them close to home.
0: Enjoy the fall and then get a little one day contract with whoever's got the Super Bowl broadcast. Come do your little spiel, make a few hundred thousand dollars on the spot, and then go back to living your life. There's no you know, need to fly in every week and right. call
3: games. Something interesting with, with Tom Brady's contract. The uh, the most I've, – I've read a few things. They're kind of basing it off the success that Tony Romo has had as a previous player now calling NFL games. Yeah. Romo's contract is – I don't know if it's 10 years, but it's only $175 million. Hmm. So they're giving Brady an extra $200 million, which is more – He's not
1: even proven. To like, exactly. Never he's
3: never him. done this before. Yeah, I've never he, seen him do it's that. It's more money than he's ever made in his football career contract-wise. Doc-
2: okay. Who, who broke that news?
3: Fox. Fox, uh, I Fox it, broke that news. I, believe I don't believe it's know. a confirmed uh, like contract offer. Now, Tom he Brady also, himself has not accepted it, but I believe it's a confirmed offer.
2: I feel like that's like, I don't know.
0: He's got to do a midday news segment on Fox News every day as well. <laughs> that's part of the deal. Y'all
1: just didn't no, see he's that. He's just sending <laughs> a portfolio to be able to go no, under no, contract.
3: Him and Sucker. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Tucker Carlson? Tucker Tucker Carlson. I have to go back and forth (laughs) once a week. That's included in his contract.
0: You said there's two open spots. It's going to be Tom Brady and Donald Trump in the booth (laughs) (laughs) on Sunday afternoon.
2: You want to talk about NBC, ABC, ESPN, everybody going down the hole? and only teams that that
0: wear red as their primary color. That would be something. That would be
2: something. Every
1: Washington commander game. Yeah, there you go.
3: (laughs) And and Tyler brought it up with the Saints adding a bunch of offensive weapons. Our our next little note for the NFL with Jarvis Landry coming back to New Orleans. Um, It's been a trend in New Orleans signing their hometown boys with Tyron Matthew and Jarvis Landry. How do y'all feel about players coming back to play for like their hometown team, a team that grew up watching and loving and dreaming to play for.
1: I love it. I also learned of one thing. Sean Payton hates LSU players. Dennis Allen <laughs> is doing a terrific job finally giving some LSU players coming down to their home state. All we need is OBJ and complete the hometown tour. <laughs> I,
3: don't, I don't think you – we don't have the cap room a little, it, but yeah, one well, thing I've yeah. learned is the Saints, Mickey Loomis, could find the cap room. If they could get Odell Beckham – Granted, they definitely would have to find a better quarterback than Jameis Winston. That would just be something crazy for the Saints. It should be an LSU. I'm sure league. there's gonna be a
1: lot of jersey sales, so I think all of those signs, both Jarvis Landry and Tyre Matthew, will work wonders for the merchandise up uh, uh part of things there for the Saints. But in the I, end like- all, I think I think the wide receiver core went from one of the worst to one of the best now. I mean, I'm not saying it's like oh, this is the best receiving core in the like, league. I think Obviously, the Rams have one with Cooper Cup there, and Cooper Cup. I know, Jacob. I know that you're giving me this look. So go ahead and tell me your opinion.
2: <laughs> well, no, I <laughs> well, my my opinion on you know the whole players returning to their hometown thing. I I don't know. I think it's. Oh, I mean, you have to get their perspective. I mean, it was a very it, cheap. I, I would think, think there's like a year one, yeah. like
1: six million dollars. So I mean, I that mean, was definitely a hometown discount.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would think that it's there's a lot of pressure I I don't know I think there'd be a lot of pressure on them to come home and I I agree with that I think people want them to come home and think they're going to produce immediately I mean we saw that with a lot of great players I mean Think about LeBron going back to to Cleveland after those years in Miami, and they wanted him to immediately produce. And, you know, that's a lot of pressure on one athlete or two athletes to 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 come back home. He was going
1: to win not one, not two, not three. I think he only won like two, though.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I will say, young players, like young rookies, I. I mean, yeah, if they get drafted to their hometown team, that's awesome. But I think the pressure is definitely there at that point because they're not proven and now they're playing in front of – Well, the
1: fans are going to expect uh, them to play like they did in their LSU years.
3: Yeah, in in that instance, if you're at LSU, uh, you go to LSU and get drafted by the Saints. I think it's good for people like Jarvis Landry and Tyron Matthew where you've proven yourself and now you're coming back and probably pretty good odds they're both going to retire as Saints. You know, they're getting older. I like the Jarvis Landry signing because now you got our rookie Chris Olave, who's going to have we a chance to really
1: you. learn from Michael Thomas and Jarvis right. Landry,
3: and he's going to be a threat on his own. But then having Jarvis as like a uh, you know outside receiver, slot receiver, really gives takes the pressure off of Michael Thomas, as this is his first year back playing football in what two years, yeah, a year and a half. So it gives, I uh, really, I think it gives James Winston some options.
1: Yeah, I agree. Definitely I think. Go I think
2: if this I think if the Saints are smart I think they use Chris Olave as uh like a Wes Welker or a Julian Edelman type player. I mean, he's quick, he's smaller. I mean, I think he's a guy that you throw in the slot and have him run short routes because right. I mean, ultimately yeah. he's going to go and he's going to run. I think he's going to outrun uh most DBs in the league, but you know, I, I don't know if they're smart they do that um with the even that right there, I mean, with Olave and, and Jarvis Landry on the field at the same time on, on one side, I mean, you're basically overloading and you're you're gonna have a mismatch either way, I think, going yeah. down the field. So no, it's just a, a matter, point. I think, of quarterback play at that point. I think they've got all the pieces they need around. Um I mean Yeah, it's just gonna come down mark. to Jameis Winston. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, the big question done, yeah, that's the big question mark.
1: Yeah, they have definitely done a good job in free agency. I think the next move though will be running back because as we know, Alan Kamara got arrested this offseason, and we don't know when it, what, the uh, what suspension his is going to come. We know that it's going to come. We just don't know how long it's going to be. Is it going to be in the, the start of the season, the middle of the season, or end of the season? Because an interesting uh, thing with the Saints' schedule is their buys until week 14, which is the latest buy that I've seen. If you're mm-hmm. a Saints fan, usually it's in like week 6 or week 5, so... I definitely think that's going to be the next move if the Saints have enough cap space.
3: And speaking of the schedule, the NFL released their schedules uh, last week, or I guess, what, Thursday, a few days ago. Um, one game I'm excited for, living out here in, uh, in the H-Town, is the Saints coming to Houston for a preseason game, which Not means nice. I could probably get into that sucker for a dollar. I think <laughs> the taxes go, and right? fees on StubHub are going to be more They're expensive cheap. than the ticket. So I, I'm interested to go into that, but uh what are what y'all's takes on the schedule? Any any games for I any particular the, NFL the team home, you're forward the to? The
1: season opener, I think, it's the Bills and the Rams. That's probably that's going gonna to be, be a, a heck of a Super game. Bowl preview, I'd rather yeah. say right now. The Bills with Josh Allen last year, a coin flip decided his fate, the playoff run, and then obviously the Rams with their magical Super Bowl run, and then ended up beating the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a good one. There's definitely a lot of treats. uh A lot of good Christmas games and Thanksgiving games. I think, obviously, the Lions and the Cowboys played. Too bad for the Lions. They played the Bills on Thanksgiving Day, so that's probably another loss for Lions fans. No other Thanksgiving tradition, uh, the Lions. The Lions lose them on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, looking
2: forward to all the games. Can we talk about the fact that – the Cowboys play every Thanksgiving game. Like, I, I get it. I mean, you have the stereotype of Americans, The Cowboys have always played. But on, let me everywhere. tell you what. If there are 32 teams in the league. Can we please find somebody else to play on Thanksgiving? I, I, I just, it doesn't make any sense. London, I think they I mean, ought to just have the yeah.
3: Cowboys play. The Lions just go ahead. Two teams that always play on Thanksgiving just put them against each other and and let whoever wants to watch it watch it. Whoever doesn't watch something else.
2: Absolutely no, but I think the biggest game for me, I think for the NFL season, is probably going to be like Tyler said, Rams Bills. But I think the biggest one is going to be an AFC matchup. I think it's going to be Bills Chiefs. Um, I think that's going to be a huge game. Yeah, that's going to be personally all the
1: AFC West matchups are going to be good too because that division is going to be loaded because. A team like that, we could see like a team like the Raiders or the Broncos be last place. I think all four teams are solid. I mean, probably the Chiefs are the front runners. I think the Chargers though, this could be their year. Uh, they added Khalil Mack uh, to that defense, so that defense got better. And the evolution of Mike Williams and and Austin Eckler, he's probably going to be a top five uh, in fantasy. That's what I've been hearing. <laughs> As unpopular.
2: Five, Unpopular opinion: I think Justin Herbert has a shot to win the MVP.
1: I agree. I think he can have a breakout year. I mean, he's definitely got the weapons and got the defense for it. So this could definitely be the Chargers' year. They could possibly get up to that one seat along the Bills.
3: Wait, are you going to be traveling to England to watch the Saints play the Vikings?
0: <laughs> I will not be, but I will be to go watch the Jaguars play the Broncos. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I like, think <laughs> like, I, I the Saints won
3: over that one. <laughs> no, no.
0: Uh, no international games. Um, I will be putting a dollar into my piggy bank every day for the next 200 days to afford a ticket to the um Saints and Bengals game. I want to. I that will be going happen. to
2: that game.
0: I, I, I will see right, you
3: uh, there, Wade. Hey, <laughs> scramble at the, at the Saints. I'll look at you game. with my
0: binoculars. <laughs>
3: that, that's that's the game I wanted to mention. Uh, we got the Bayou Boys coming home with with Joe Burrow and. Jamar Chase, and then uh, they added a few other LSU players, so it should it should be a, a heck Starting of a game. To the LSU
1: Bowl as we speak with Jarvis yeah, Landry and exactly here joining the same It's game. gonna
2: be like a senior night in high school when they like brought all the people out on the field before the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's-> the family <laughs>
0: tickets are gonna be hard to come by. I think uh, those family tickets are gonna be maxed out. <laughs> yeah, it's well, definitely
1: gonna be sold out within like the week. That's what I'm. Exactly I'll
3: about. I'll get to watch the the good old Saints in action against the Houston, Texas. <laughs> for about $3. The Texans preseason games last year, like I said, the fees were more than the actual ticket because they were selling the tickets for a dollar, $2, basically paying you to come into the game. So it should be, it should be a fun NFL season. They want you to they go, go buy some McUltris. You should be free yeah. anyways. What's got, Fudge?
2: Hey, hey, I think you might be able to buy the whole section, Chet. Dead, yeah, no, I'll be sitting in the suite. You yeah, can probably, buy a, suite, probably for yeah, like, I'm buy a suite for $20. <laughs> yeah. Give me a spot. I'll be there. Exactly. Yeah, We'll have a sports <laughs> scramble meetup. Hey, everybody pitch in $5, and
3: so we can run out the entire stadium. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, you know, NFL, at this point in time, the – uh it's slow for news so you always uh it picks up every now that somebody's gonna get arrested over the next few months who knows so <laughs> like but, jerry uh, jerry this past week yeah jerry Judy. Yeah, what There's, what happened with, i i
0: did it was just an argument and his his uh significant other called the police because he like broke something he, do you know no, where the, his, det-
1: the detention center is in Denver, it's right oh, by the I saw, Broncos I, practice facility. So he saw in that Milwaukee the windows <laughs> Overly, <laughs> say he's not gonna miss a
3: beat. Whenever he gets out, he'll be ready to rock and roll. Yeah, so, he'll be right, yeah.
1: He'll be in the right colors too. I mean, orange, and they're orange
3: too. Exactly. Speaking of colors, uh, we can talk about Ta- Tiger Woods with his practice round today. Uh, he wasn't in his Sunday red, uh, but he was out practicing at Southern Hills, gearing up for the PGA Championship. Everybody raving about. I watched him for a few stinger shots. Uh, me myself, I tried a few stinger shots uh, on Saturday with Wade when we when we played uh, our our golf match this weekend. The what I told Wade to video it because I was like, "Hey, <laughs> we have I, the video. I, if I pull this off, this is going to be the coolest looking shot ever." I had a six iron. There was a tree in front of me. I needed to hit a low slinger, it, I was hitting. I have I think I've mastered the, the slinger with the right roll. Uh, I mean, I've. I've was hitting them all day they looked great this particular one did not work as it topped and rolled about 60 yards but it left me with a clean wedge onto the green and I saved par so I'll take that but the uh, the 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 stinger shots are still working in the bag uh, but Wade and I had a great day out at the course uh, it was a crisp 393 300- yeah, it was hot what was the heat well, index like 102. I don't know, but uh, we had some slow players in front of us. Nothing worse than in a round of golf, especially when it's hot. When the group in nothing front of worse in you... City
1: Park. I mean, we, we <laughs> well, when the group in front group, of you is, is so style. slow,
3: it probably would have been quicker for us to go play their shots for them and then come back. But <laughs> needless to say, we had a good time with a few of our coworkers. Cracked open a few beers and Mr. Our Jiang. Golf. Yes, we also had a, a random fourth join us all the way from Shanghai, China. Uh, he's over here working, and he. Loves playing golf, so interesting to get to know him. Uh, learned a little bit about his life, and he did tell us golf uh, in Asia is about two hundred dollars round, no matter where you play. Holy! So movie. he he very much enjoys the the green fees over in America. So, <laughs> but uh, we we had a good time. Had 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 some some good putts roll in some good chips i uh i will say i beat wade by 11 strokes so i i, I like yeah, that one but i, I don't think Wade was anything, you, you
0: know it up. <laughs> i'm like the dad that gave you a start i bought you that baseball glove and played catch with you in the backyard for years <laughs> and then now you're whooping my tail on the golf course <laughs> yeah round no in, Wade Wade up.
3: did get me back into the game when we got into college so it's always good to beat the one that got you started yeah um but, no, yeah, we played uh, just pure stroke play. Uh, I think the, the Houston Heat got the way. Next time, he'll he'll, he'll definitely be, hey, he'll be giving me a run for his money. Where you, would
2: where'd you guys play at? Uh,
3: Longwood Country Club up in Cypress, Texas. So oh, okay. northeast of Houston. Uh, yeah. It's the one I'm a member of now. It, it was a uh, – The this Palmetto <laughs> and Palm. Yes, we played the Pine and Palmetto course. There's three nine-hole courses. Uh I will say the Pine course is probably the hardest course I've ever played as the greens the the deepest green is 40 yards deep which sounds like a lot except it's 10 yards wide oh so you got to be extremely out in that day for, to Yeah be no it is a it is, uh, it is very that's a drag it, strip. Yeah no these, <laughs> these greens are insane like it's it,
1: reminds me of a diamond head but the fairways
3: Yeah so we uh yeah it was a fun time we I uh, had a good day at my my work sponsored golf tournament. Almost had a hole in one. Lipped out on a par three for a hole in one. It was a uh, gut wrenching. My heart dropped as soon as I hit the shot because I thought I hit a bad shot. Hit a little draw in there. Bounced a foot to the right of the hole. Kicked right. Lipped out of the hole and was I was sitting at a foot and a half for birdie. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" I mean, my, my condolences. Team was, <laughs> my team was going nuts losing their minds and I was it was it was definitely a heck of a shot. Well we made but, the birdie put uh, at least, right? Yes, I made the birdie putt. Um yeah. Oof, we, we didn't win the tournament as I believe some of the people in our flight lied about their handicap. Because we were <laughs> we were in the the highest handicap flight and there was people shooting fifty twos. So I don't know where that came from, but we finished with the sixty six so it was nice. But uh I guess on to the professional golf since I don't know how many people care about our amateur hour. Um, We had the Byron Nelson wrap up today with Mr. KH Lee winning at a 26 under was the, was the winning score. So that was the, I believe this course definitely favors the long ball. Um, I mean, and there was a lot of Eagles, a lot of short par fours in terms of PGA distance, which there was like 450 yard par fours. They're just, they're hitting Eagles. Um, we had your boy George Speeth Tyler almost win it he misses the green on the 18th hole mm. which would have forced a playoff if he would have been on the green for birdie uh, missed the chip lost by one shot but he still took home a $990,000 payday that's a pretty so, good paycheck
1: right there yeah <laughs>
3: winner getting $1.6 million Spieth with 990000 then we had uh, Mr. Hideki Matsuyamu and Sebastian Munoz which Munoz led the tournament the entire weekend and then ended up with a 24 under tied for third uh 536,000 so that's a pretty good payday for the top top uh, four players there so i think much. Uh,
2: i think that nobody should be going 26 under i don't think um, yeah that's just I, insane I, I miss the days when it was like the leaders were two under you know i, I, I don't understand like I get they're professionals, but twenty six under bar, I mean, you're just making the course too easy at that point.
3: Yeah, and I think uh, the cut was five under where we had Scotty Scheffler almost missed the cut and then ended up jumping up 29 spots on Friday <laughs> to eighth you place, like, what? Was shooting like a 17 under. He finished tied 15th, um, which – doesn't boast well for the Masters champ, but he's probably just getting his body right ready for the PGA uh, Championship.
1: Well, oh, don't worry; he'll be top five when that event, event rolls around.
3: Yeah. So, speaking of the PGA, uh, we got some betting odds with Scotty at plus one thousand and John Rahm at plus eleven 1, hundred. Uh, we got Rory surprisingly. Rory and JT uh, third best odds at plus fourteen hundred. And then you know you got your boy Tiger Woods plus sixty six hundred, so I'm I'm going to be at least throwing five dollars at him. Why not? I mean, a chance yeah. to win about three hundred and fifty bucks if he were to pull it off. But the one that I really like uh, is Jordan Spieth, who just finished second. He's been playing pretty hot He won two weeks ago. He's plus two thousand, so I might have my bookie, Mister yeah. Wade, over Why there place some dead? money on it. So, but uh, some other golf news: we've got the PGA Tour. Uh, denies the waivers for players to play in the first Live Golf event, uh, which is in June in London. So uh, that led to Mr. Phil Mickelson withdrawing from the PGA Championship as I believe he's full-on in with the Live Golf Tour. So what what are your thoughts on that, on the PGA kind of – I guess, holding their players from playing in different opportunities.
1: Well, they probably saw that Sergio Garcia debacle and be like, yeah, you ain't going nowhere, boss. You're staying right (laughs) here with us.
3: Yeah, and and I mean, with the players being independent contractors, they have the option to leave, uh, but it's just a matter of coming back. You know, so it's, uh, I mean, you can always come back and play in like the majors because those aren't PGA Tour events, but you do lose out on a lot of money at the other events.
2: I don't think they really care, to be honest with you. Who, the players uh, I, or the tour? Uh, the players. I don't think they honestly care about the money because it's uh, – they're making tons of money on their endorsement deals. Until, it, until right. they hit them where it hurts with endorsement deals or they have to pay a monetary penalty for any sort of, you know uh, I don't know, error in their contract. I, I don't think that anything's going to happen. I, I just think that it's uh, – I think it's just going to be a back and forth. I mean, if they leave, they leave, and, and I don't think it's it's going to be a problem for anybody.
3: Yeah, though, I will say you've got uh, Phil Mickelson, obviously. He might, uh, he might be leaving just out of the uh, – I heard he's got a, a very big gambling debt, upwards of forty million dollars. Uh, so I think the uh, the Saudi Arabians might have given him a little money to promote this tour, and yeah, so he, he, might, be an yeah, he <laughs> might be tied to them. Yeah, uh, he might be tied to them pretty closely. Give like, you money, promote it. <laughs> yeah. So is Phil Mickelson
0: uh, going to be the new Martha Stewart of uh, of golf? Is he gonna he gonna, might be. He'd be
3: the <laughs> the, the hated child. <laughs> he uh, he. I don't think he really has an option. Uh, I think he's going no like, matter what. What's his
1: main reasoning
3: for like leaving the PGA tour to do this? There I don't think there's like a public reason. My thought is the money. Um he says the PGA <laughs> Well he has tour a lot of has, that, I'm sure, so well he's lost a lot of it is the issue. Is that's what I'm saying. He's got a forty million dollar gambling debt um that needs to be paid off. No. And then I believe the Saudis are, are helping him with that. Oh, I would um, have does, that too if it wasn't for Barcelona doing that promo with $100. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, he has come out and said, you know, he's not a fan of how the PGA Tour kind of restricts. Uh, it comes back to like the name, name the NIL deal. So PGA Tour owns all content. Uh, you know, any golf shot you hit on the tour, they own any video of it. Um, so like his iconic shot uh, and to win uh, one of his majors, I think it was the Masters, where he jumps up in the air. The one they always play. Yeah. He gets whenever they play that. He gets no kickback, no money from that. PGA Tour owns that video. Hmm. He can't sell merchandise with that logo on it or anything. So I think that was was his main reason. But you got to think the tour is So I mean, they set these players up to play golf for a living. Right. Uh, I mean, it's granted it's like any sport. You get to play sports for a living, but I guess golf is one of the least taxing ones on your body, and you get all the endorsement deals and. It's one you could play for the majority of your life. So, I don't know. It's a uh, it's an interesting time for golf. The with Phil, uh, I know Phil, Lee Westwood, and Sergio Garcia are three of the public ones that applied for this waiver. Uh, they haven't come out and said anything. But uh, the Shark himself, Greg Norman, um, says that they have sixty of the top fifty players in the world committed to play in this live golf tournament. So, we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I don't know. I want to know Futch. If are you have you been getting calls from them with your up and coming <laughs> tour career? No, no. <laughs> How, they just the,
2: want my. They just want my money.
3: That's true. That's true. How, how's the <laughs> practice coming for the qualifying match?
2: Um, it's good. I hadn't been out in like probably two weeks. I, I've been trying to finish up with finals here. And, and Don't worry,
1: Jacob. We'll hit the course then as soon as we can.
2: Yeah, yeah. I gotta get. We gotta out take out down these other two them.
1: boys whenever we do our match. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, Well,
0: I uh, am trending <laughs> downward, so should well, good
3: You did ha Wade did have some pretty good drives on this on this course. So I think uh I th- I think with the uh what the heat got to you, Wade? You got to get out there and practice in the in the heat. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry, I'll tell just my boss I need to there move like my three desk hours outside and
3: see if you can take it. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, we need to we need to work on our bosses and tell them that we need mandatory golf practice for the for the sports scramble podcast. I think, yeah. Wade,
2: I just think you need to start playing in a winter jacket. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it's like when, hey, see,
3: if you want my sauna suit, I can ship it to you. Oh uh, yes, I did <laughs> give, I did give Tyler a
0: sauna suit many years ago.
3: Yeah, we uh, you see people in the gym working out in sweatshirts and sweatpants to sweat. We're just gonna be on the course in ninety-five degree weather, just sauna suit. We'll look like a bunch of aliens out there. Who just came down from the moon. <laughs> okay. Did uh, I think I said this to y'all. Somebody for their punishment in fantasy you football a steak out there. Yeah, for their punishment in fantasy football, they had to uh go play. In, I believe it was the U.S. Open qualifier. It shot a uh, a one hundred and twenty six. And I feel bad for the guy that he was paired with who was actually trying to compete, but the scorecard was just full of snowmans. I I, I wanna do you think we could do any better playing on this type of course? Uh if it's any similar to Diamond Head, no. I wonder, Futch, what do you think you're shooting on a on a US open course?
2: Um I would say ladies. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, maybe low eighty. Uh, uh, We're probably
3: be in the low hundreds for us. <laughs> yeah, no these these. You think about the difference between like a PGA tour course and then like a municipal course. The PGA tour fairways are so narrow, so yeah. you got to hit it straight. You spray it left or well, right, you're probably yeah. not finding your ball.
2: Well, here's the problem. I mean, here's the difference. It, it's there's no imperfections on these turn on these tour courses, though. I mean. It, you miss, you miss hit the ball on a tour course, it's on you. I mean, you can't exactly. blame it on anything. You I can't love blame how it these, on a lie. You can't. Yeah, I love how these professionals hit the ball, and then they start looking in the air like the wind, like like some giant fan got kicked on somewhere, and, and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> yeah. from the concession stand, and it blew their ball 20, mi- 20 miles left to the green, you know, and it's like, no, you just shanked it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think uh... it's more – it's more, well they're perfect courses
3: one of the biggest complaints I know when they had the Houston Open it's a municipal course it's a public course which it's a hefty fee to pay, play there but uh, they were complaining about the greens not being in great condition uh, you know they got dead spots on them and whatnot it's like okay yeah I understand you play professional golf but now you're you you're dealing with what us weekend hackers have to deal with, and you yeah. shoot scores similar to us. So yeah, I
1: I could never play on those courses because you had thousands and thousands of people watching you, and I just get way nervous, and I would chink every
3: ball. Oh, that's one thing I wanted to bring up. So the the course that Wade and I played, with it being three separate nine hole courses. They alternate teams starting on each nine-hole course, hmm. so nine times out of ten, when you're finishing your nine, going to the next course, you're gonna have a new group either coming up behind you or in front of you. Well, we pulled up, we had a group of guys who were just having a good old time, um, and they were like, "Hey, y'all go ahead and play through. We're we're learning how to play golf. Just go." I was like, "Okay, no problem. Thanks, guys. Glad they didn't make us play behind them." Uh, <laughs> I stepped up. Oh, you've got five, six dudes watching, talking about a little bit of nerves. I somehow, I was just like, just hit it easy, striped down the middle. My heart rate was probably like 180. I was so nervous. Hit a good shot. Wade steps up. Hits a bomb of a drive. It manages. It's going towards a bunker. Lifts out of a bunker. Kick flips left. Goes to the right middle of the fairway. Best, day, best shot I saw from him all day. So the two of us might were use able to get
1: that tape as they're trying to learn the game of golf. Yeah, the two of us were
3: able to get kudos to the two of us getting off the tee box with a with a crowd cuz I don't know how I could like these these tour pros do it when you got thousands of people watching you I would definitely be breaking somebody's nose cuz I'd be like hooking it into the crowd. It would be
1: like the scene from Happy Gilmore where I like shoot off a dude's foot. <laughs>
3: Touch on your in your qualifier. Are there? Is it open to the public, Are there fans at the course, or is it just the players?
2: Oh yes, there there are people there. There are <laughs> spectators there. Oh, so, I, so, you yes.
0: messed up. You should have said nobody's there because now Chet's going to be there. you are going to be like, you
3: have a yeah, yeah, No, no. Weird. So I
2: want to know how are you? Preparing? Chet's going to bring that giant soccer horn that they yeah. use in Venezuela. <laughs> <the soccer laughs> how, how are
3: you going to prepare playing in front of all these fans?
2: I don't know. I. I... Well, I tell you what. I tell you a story. It's story time now. Um. So I I had to play my freshman year. I I won districts, and so when we went to state, whoever shoots the lowest, you're like the number one seed for wow. uh, for state. So when I went to state in ninth grade, I had a couple of seniors, you know, that were way older than me, that were that didn't shoot as good as me. So I mean, they were a little farther back. So. Here I am, the first group teeing off on Monday morning at 8 o'clock in the morning with, like, 50, 60 people standing around this tee box. And I was literally shaking. And I was just like, please just don't shank it or don't top it. That's the worst
3: If you top it right into the tee box, it doesn't (laughs) even go past the woman's tees. It's like, okay, well, (laughs) that was great.
2: It was pretty nerve-wracking, but I've been playing golf for, like, Nine days straight, so I was pretty confident, but it was like it's nerve wracking. But so where the, I don't think
3: where the shot end up,
2: uh, in the fairway. In the okay, fairway. There you it's go, it's in the it's fairway, all it's matters. all that matters. You gotta they have don't that show up on the scorecard.
3: You gotta have that fairway finder in your bag where you might not hit it to 280, 300, but you hit it 200 yards, but it's in the middle of the fairway. It looks good coming off the tee. Yep, you'll receive a lot of claps as long as it
1: goes.
2: It was about 100. It was about 110 degrees, and it was about concrete out there. So if you hit it up in the air, it's rolling about 250. So, But no, yeah. I, I think it's uh, it's pretty nerve-wracking. I don't know. If you're not used to it, um, you kind of just got to tune it out. Like I think that's the nice thing about having a caddy there because you have somebody to talk to, and I think that, I don't know, it keeps yeah. your stress level down. It keeps you locked in a little more.
3: Well, it, like all sports, uh, mindset's a big thing, especially with golf because uh, it's really just you versus your – First, of course. So, if you you can't get in your head, that's one issue I struggle with getting in my head. So, out there with Wade, we were having a good time. Uh, we we cracked open a few brewskis, and our, our, our playing partner Jung, uh, he's, he 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 said, you know, when he plays golf, the beer doesn't help; it just makes him tired. And I was like, well, over here, when we play golf, the beer loosens us up, makes us swing a little <laughs> freely, so it takes the takes the edge off. So it was a. Uh, it, you can't do that on the PGA tour, so kudos to them for yeah. keeping keeping their heads straight. Uh, but you know, speaking of playing in front of fans, we've got the NBA playoffs uh, round two, I guess technically round three, wrapping up with the. Uh, yeah, we had to recap a few of the games. Uh, start off with the first one. Poor Tyler, his Celtics or not his Celtics? I'm sorry, the Celtics defeated his Bucks in Game Seven. Uh, you know. They blew him out in game six, and it was just all the momentum from there. Giannis, he, kudos to him. He did play good. He had 25 points, 20 rebounds, one assist shy of a triple-double with nine assists. Uh, but, I mean, with the Celtics making 22 three-pointers, you can't, you can't beat that. So, what, what's your take on that, Tyler? What do you think the, the Bucks go from here?
1: All I gotta say, I was wrong, and I apologize to Chet and Jacob. You all were right on this. I mean, whenever you say this is the Bucks, I'm a Pelicans fan to for anyone watching. I dislike Giannis. He's a really good player, and Drew Holiday, former Pelican. I'll always have to root for the former Pelicans, uh, except for Anthony Davis. He can go, yeah. He can go <laughs> rot somewhere else, and yeah, <laughs> so you. I think uh, very yeah, strong Pelicans, feelings
3: towards AD there.
0: Jeez. I
1: mean. The way that he left was just, yeah, no, nothing about that. So yeah, the Celtics pretty much just outclassed the Bucks. You got to give credit to them. It's going to be one heck of a series with the Celtics and the Heat. It's going to go back to like the the big three days, and whenever yeah. the Heat had LeBron too. So.
2: Why are you shaking well, your head? I you feel know, like – Listen, 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 listen. you go, Mr. Here's Celtics thing. fan. <laughs> here's the thing. The reason the Celtics won that game seven, I think the X factor was Peyton Pritchard off the bench scoring 14 points. The man was four for six in the game from three um, and gave a nice little uh, sound bit of uh, that's what I do after he hit a big three in the fourth Dude, quarter. Talk,
1: talk about Peyton Pritchard it. was a dog at Oregon.
2: That's all I know. Yeah.
3: Talk so, about the confidence.
2: Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, he played 17 minutes. Uh, he was five for seven from the field and in, in, uh, four for six from three with five rebounds and three assists. So, I mean, for a guy only playing 17 minutes tonight, uh, that was a big lift. I think that's, that's crazy. But I think if the Celtics want to beat the Heat um, in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think Al Horford has to show up only six points tonight. So uh, I, I think that he needs to put some points up if they want to win.
3: Yeah, and speaking of the Heat, they they beat out the 76ers. Um, James Harden just totally disappeared in the second half of that game. He scored 11 points in the first half, zero yep. in the second was half.
1: There, like That that was such a lose-lose trade for both teams. I mean, James Harden going to the Sixers and then Ben Simmons going to the Nets and pretty yeah. much <laughs> just wiped away any playoff run that both of those teams had.
3: I mean, and Joel and B came out after the game talking about how uh, everyone expected us to get the Houston Harden. That's not who he is now. Blah, blah, blah. And he did say something that they he regrets that the 76ers chose Vince Simmons over Jimmy Butler. Uh, yeah, dude, I'd regret it too because Jimmy Butler just put up 36 on you and has beaten you the past two years. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's... Jimmy Butler has made a name for himself in Miami. Uh, he's he's where he needs to be. The Heat are playing good. So, I think uh, the poor 76ers are going to have to Doc Rivers is going to have to go back to the drawing board
2: there. What? I think the biggest I think the biggest thing with the Sixers is I think it's ultimately I, I mean, the media is going to break it down and I think at some at some point the media is right and I, I hate to say that. Um, but I think that there's a problem with the so-called spotlight in Philadelphia. Yeah, I think with Harden and Embiid, who's the face of the team? Who's the face of the franchise? It, and the problem is, is I, I just don't think they're there together yet. Um, as far as cohesion goes, I, I just I think it's still in the works. I think it's going to be uh, another season. Maybe they need an off season together to figure it out. But I, I just don't think they're there yet. I think at a fifty-one and thirty-one, I think the Sixers did better than most people thought this year um but i, I don't know uh, doc rivers has led some great teams to nba titles and, and i think that it uh ultimately it comes down to the players got to figure it out i mean it, it just there's no reason that your top 3 guys should be playing 40 plus minutes a night and you don't have a single bench player that does really anything yeah. um, for you in the series so i, I think they just got to figure it out
3: yeah, no, it's uh, been another disappointing season for them. Last year, being knocked out by the Raptors. This year, with the Heat. Uh, so shifting to the Western side, with, sorry, Futch. Uh, the Warriors beat the Grizzlies in Game Six. They whooped that trick uh, with Clay hitting eight threes, Steph hitting That's six. A good scored,
1: there, Jed. I like that.
3: Uh, scoring thirty and twenty nine. Um, you know it, it. It hurt not having Ja. He was definitely a difference maker, uh, but. Just uh, you know, they're a young team. They're I think they have a lot of potential going forward. It'll be be exciting to uh see what happens with them. Another little side note with Steph Curry, he graduated from Davidson University yeah, today. I saw that. So, congratulations uh, to Congratulations to him. It's always good to see the athletes that, that leave college early go back and uh get their degree. So and then when we started the podcast, the Mavs and Suns were still playing, uh, but they were the Mavs were blowing the Suns out by forty points. It was a mm-hmm. ninety to fifty. Um, The final score of that game was 123 Mavs, Suns 90. So I guess they made it a little closer, but they still lost by 30 points.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially in Game 7 to lose that, that's got to be a stinger for the Suns. I mean, remember last year, they were like a couple of games away from from hosting the championship trophy. And honestly... There was, like, like Jacob said, there was some vulnerability in that first series against the Pelicans. I felt like the Pelicans did a terrific job, and Willie Green had a terrific game plan. And Mavericks, I was a little bit concerned. I mean, the first two games, they got blown out, and then you got to give credit, Luca
3: went and turned it on. He, he turned it on. I mean, if he He's... can do that
1: against the Warriors, they will have a terrific shot uh, against them. But it's definitely and... a tough challenge.
3: In elimination games, Lucas shoots 30 areas, scoring 39 points per game. And second closest to that is LeBron at 33. Yeah. So at, at Lucas age to be that caliber of a player, I mean, he's got clutch in his jeans. So to sum well, it up, we, uh, well, go ahead. I'll
2: tell you what, as a, here's the thing with the, with the Mavericks. I think the first thing is, is that not only Doncic, I mean, he's going to put up points every night, whether you know, the opposing team likes it or not. Um, but I think the biggest sensation in the playoffs was Jalen yep. I mean, He's He's been he's scored twenty plus player. almost every night um, for yeah, them, and huge. I think going out and getting Spencer Dinwiddie at the trade deadline from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. I think, is an absolute game changer for them. And I think they're going to battle it out with Memphis. I think in the southwest Southwest Conference, yeah, they're going to match up very uh, well, or in the division against Golden Yeah, State I mean, sure. yeah, I mean, going back to that Golden State. Uh, memphis series i mean i think the biggest thing is, is i don't think the warriors will ever be what they did back when they were you know their so-called dynasty but i, I don't i don't think they'll ever amount to that level again what they did uh, it's kind of a one and done thing but I, I think the grizzlies could turn into uh what the golden state warriors were uh, they are yeah, young enough. building around
3: john moran yeah. i mean yeah, i think so, yeah, so. In no, like, too
1: like they don't, I mean, not necessarily they don't need job, but they could win without him if he ever gets injured. And, that, I mean, the chemistry, you know, with Tyus Jones coming off of the bench and the play of Desmond Bain, if he can keep that up for his career. And then Jared Jackson Jr., he was big for them in the playoff run too. So, I think, yeah, this Memphis team is not going to go away. I think they could be right back in the top three seed next next season.
2: Yeah. I mean, Jack, Zach, sorry, Zach Kleiman came out today. I mean, GM for the Grizzlies and – basically had a press conference with jaw and they asked him i said what's your plan as far as staying in memphis i mean your rookie extension is is you know coming up and what are you going to do and he basically told the media he said, i'm staying in memphis period um and, and i think he's going to stay in memphis for the long haul i think he fits perfectly with that that edge that memphis wants to buy into the culture too which he is, likes is, the, yeah, really that likes trick that. i mean <laughs> And big men, <laughs> but yeah, I think the, the their main concern is keeping the pieces around mm-hmm. him because um, I think if you have a, a young core group, I mean, your oldest player is twenty eight years old. I just think they're I mean, missing
1: yeah. like a, a really good center. I know that Steven Adams. I mean, he's all right, but I think they need an upgrade in that position. You
2: need a mobile center in Memphis. I, I, somebody that can pair with Jaron well, Jackson. I would
1: probably try and go after
2: Rudy Gobert if I were them. I don't think they're ever gonna get money oh, to like pay Rudy Gobert because I think gonna he's going to he's, he's going to want too much money for Memphis I think Memphis is them, a either market
3: Donovan
1: team. Mitchell or Gobert is going to be leaving why would Memphis doesn't the, have the money
3: Why would you want the COVID spreader to come to your team? He's just gonna cause more outbreaks. I mean, I mean, he's been the defensive player of
1: the
3: year for multiple years. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, he stopped the (laughs) attack. Well, yeah, twenty twenty. I mean, (laughs) we all know that. We don't have to bring it up anymore. To to sum it up, you've you got you got the Celtics facing the Heat and the Warriors facing the Mavs. what are your predictions who's making it to the championship well, here we go again we're Let's gonna start with wade I, yeah Wade. Right. just you don't yeah. have to pick a winner just two t- t- which two teams are making it out of the, the conference finals
0: well my Suns and heat uh matchup didn't happen because the Suns got knocked out so i'll stick with the heat here um over the celtics and then oh i think the warriors will get it they just have more experience um I would rather go with experience over the youth in that matchup. So I think it'll be Heat and Warriors uh, going to the finals.
3: Okay.
1: Tyler? I think I would have to agree with that. I would love to see the Mavericks and Luka Doncic get his first taste of trying to compete for a championship and trying to get him a ring. But Klay Thompson, I think he's starting to play like Klay Thompson. He's starting to get healthier as the games go on. Steph Curry is just Steph Curry. and So I think, I think the Warriors – I think that – both of the series, I think, are going to go at least game six. Probably both. I wouldn't be surprised to go game seven. But I got to go with my namesake, go Tyler Hero. He's going to go on and compete for a championship. Honestly, I'm going to give you a bold prediction. He's going to take it all.
3: Okay. They were very close last year. Yeah. What do we got, Fudge?
2: I'm going to flip the script here. I'm going to go uh, Celtics and Mavs for the title. I, I okay. think that uh, I think it's going to be a little different. I think Jason Tatum can take over a series. on um, <laughs> And ultimately, I think it's bench players at this point. The problem with Golden State is you only have one bench player. I mean, Jordan Pool's your only bench player. Um, so I, I think that Dinwiddie versus Poole is a good matchup uh, off the bench in that series. I think it's, it, it's going to be a shootout in that series. I mean, it's yeah. just going to be, be rain threes. Rain threes from above in that game. Uh, that's ultimately what I think it's going to be. So whoever can establish the inside game, I think, wins that series. I mean, I think Dallas will probably go back and watch the film from the Grizzlies and, and Warrior series and basically figure out how to exploit them inside. Especially game five tape. They're definitely going to watch that tape and see how yeah. do we actually – Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily so, like blow them out, but like, how do you like get them on the yeah. ropes? Right, and and I think that Boston, if they establish their inside game, I mean, they've shown that even if Giannis can score 40 yeah. and put up – 40, 20, and 10. That they're still going to add a bio matchup. is going to be very key in that matchup. That's going to be big. It, and the Warriors, I think the biggest thing is, is we have to pay attention to Draymond green. If mm-hmm. he gets into trouble again, <laughs> yeah. I mean, two technical fouls and he's done well, Luca's he's gone for the rest of the playoffs
1: throughout the season too. So that could be a little, uh, well, I'm two. talking,
2: well, I'm talking in the playoffs. Oh yeah. Draymond's already got two technicals. So if he gets two more, he's done for the year. I'm sure Luka so, got the
1: last laugh of uh, Devin Booker because they had a little argument every game it felt like so good for luca yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. So. luca and and
3: booker is going to be a, a big rivalry going yep. forward i like celtics warriors uh i think the celtics heat in the eastern conference finals is going to be a heck of a matchup i think the celtics edge it out and then we're going to have celtics warriors finals so switching from the nba playoffs we need tyler's in <laughs> a playoff uh recaps so let's ha- let's hear it tyler
1: well, uh the Stanley Cup final uh Stanley Cup playoffs uh are underway here. Game seven, the first rounds and the Pins Rangers just went final. The Rangers scored four to three on a power play goal. There go my Pins. They blew a three-one lead. Uh yep, there's be a lot of New York <laughs> Warriors all over again. Full me. circle, guys. Uh the Stars in the Flames game it is underway. Last time I checked, uh, the Flames are up one to nothing. I'm sure the score has changed as we went on, but hurricanes lightning oilers panthers blues and avalanche all advance to the second round so your matchups pretty much are already set so i can give you that uh, right now it'll be the panthers versus the lightning in all florida matchup the lightning uh still have a shot uh at three they won back to back in 2021 yep. and 2020 so it's going to be a tough matchup that's definitely going to be in a lot of offense i definitely think there's Definitely a lot of firepower on both teams. I would probably lean towards the Panthers uh, winning that game, but I think the Lightning, their experience are going to be huge. This Panthers team, I think this is like their first playoff appearance in a couple of years. Uh, it will be the Rangers versus the Hurricanes. That will be another good one in the East. Ooh, Eastern go Colorado. Carolina. Yep. <laughs> and then it will be the Avalanche uh, – uh, versus the Blues. I think the Avalanche, they're just a uh, wrecking horse. They pretty much blew the doors off of Nashville. I think they're going to do the same to St. Louis. I think Avalanche, to me, are the Stanley Cup uh, finals. I think they're pretty much a lock, barring something happened. And then the final one is still got to be the term of the flame stars versus the Oilers. Oilers had a terrific series against the Kings. That, that one went seven. A lot of game sevens, so it's definitely a lot of even matchups that we're getting to. So. Definitely an excited uh, for the, the this
3: last game to finish and the second round uh, to continue. Yeah, on. and uh, an update on that game: it's currently one one. Okay, no,
2: it is two uh, one. Dallas just. Scored. Oh, okay, okay, so, two one. I stand. Yeah, updates, great. On updates. updates on <laughs> the update. Updates on the update. Nothing that better. Is your Stanley Cup
1: playoff recap for this week. We'll all uh, we'll be back uh, whenever the second round starts. It probably will start in the next couple of days.
3: You know, nothing better in the playoffs than game sevens. It's just. You, you go out there, you lay it all on the line, win mm-hmm. or go home. It's all, it's always just a great atmosphere. Talking to, and you're talking about another great atmosphere. We've got our weekly catch up from our NASCAR Neil
2: NASCAR Neil. So,
3: since none of us know anything about NASCAR, but we have a few listeners that are very into it. We uh, I get texts respond- text from Neil every every week uh, to recap it. So our NASCAR Neil segment goes like this. So. Kurt Busch got the win in the 45 Jordan-branded car, uh, making it his first win with his second-year team. He now has four different manufacturers previously having wins with Dodge, Chevy, Ford, and now Toyota. I know, Tyler, you were interested on, on the winning car last week. Uh, you know, I didn't realize Michael Jordan is dabbling in the NASCAR game. So, he uh, it was a big-time win having – MJ's brand on his car with him being his boss. Um, And so last year, Neil informed me that Michael Jordan and Denny, whoever Denny is, I guess Denny Denny Hamlin Hamlin, launched uh, the 23 team uh, with, uh, they had Bubba Wallace as their driver last year before getting a second charter. And then they bring in brought in Kurt who lost his ride when his team uh, he was on, got sold. And then they brought in uh, the 20 year, veteran uh, i believe that would be denny hamlin to help out the young guys so uh next week he was planning on going to the race he might still try to go uh but he'll probably uh be watching it from home since it's the all-star race it's better better watching it over the tv so that's your weekly recap uh from nascar neil
0: NASCAR Neil has graduation. He can't go to to a NASCAR race.
3: (laughs) Uh, That is true. That might be another. That is graduation,
2: bro. NASCAR. Let's go. That that might be another. I don't
1: even know. Is it pretty much just like a regular race? I'm
3: guessing. He says they do a few funky things, so oh. we'll, uh, that will yet to be determined. They like they, race they with do the like a tires. relay race, like you
2: They race a lap, and then the next car goes. And goes that would be Okay, cool. it's not like it's not like Teledega Nights, where they get out of the car and they run <laughs> to the finish line. I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> I think things. they
0: should have the uh, truck carriers. You know, the one the like big yes. semi trucks <laughs> that bring the, the trailers cars race. in. Yeah, have them with trailers.
3: Yeah, speaking of funky things, we got to talk about the Cincinnati Reds throwing a no-hitter today, but still losing. Switch it over to our baseball talk. Oh,
0: yay. We got five minutes left. Let's go to MLB coverage.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, MLB season's in full swing. Not much going on between recapping games, but you you got a team that throws a no-hitter, and then I believe it was the eighth inning, walk three straight batters, Guy hits into a grounder to second base. Go to turn the double play. Get the guy out at second, but can't get the guy out at first. Which, granted, I guess you could call that a hit, but it's a fielder's, fielder's choice. choice. They, the Reds, end up losing one nothing. I don't think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen. Like it's you,
1: happened six times. I just how bad the Reds are this season. They're nine and twenty six to start. So it's not yeah. gonna be a good year uh, for Cincinnati fans, especially yeah, if you can't even like, beat the Pirates and. When, you know, hit them and can't even score a run against them.
3: Yeah,
2: that, just that... coming, like just coming back from ATL and watching a chaotic game that did, I didn't know which direction that was going to go. I okay, I sat in the seat for four, like four and a half hours, or the game lasted four and a half hours. I sat in the seat for probably six hours. Um, longest baseball game I've ever had to sit through, but uh, the Braves were so adamant on walking in runs. Um I've never seen that it, it, in an MLB game. Bases loaded in total pitchers uh both teams total pitchers there were 11 pitchers in the game. Hmm. Um so yeah, first uh grand slam I've ever witnessed in person. So that that was pretty uh that was pretty cool, but uh successful but but interesting.
3: Did so your Braves won it for you? No, no. Here he doesn't like Red the Braves.
2: Sox. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm a Red Sox fan. So, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Here we go. Here We're we go.
2: Like watching I, Devers smack
1: one the into the bullpen. Was, I'm not
2: nothing, the bullpen. Yeah, nothing like watching Devers just crank yeah. one into the bullpen. That that was great. Uh, but let me tell you what. He has like a half dip the... in his mouth, so he, I'm sure that gives <laughs> him some <laughs> extra power. But I tell you what. Is it, most of the Braves fans left – most of Atlanta fans left – at about the seventh inning, and there was a seven-year-old sitting in front of me chanting, "Let's go Red Sox!" in the top of the seventh inning. Um, so that was pretty interesting. But I know yeah, this is and- not
1: sports related. But please tell them about the aquarium story.
3: Yes, we okay. want a recap of your Atlanta trip. So <laughs> finish your finish your fun. game story yeah. and let's hear it.
2: Oh, oh, so yeah, so let's just say Atlanta has some giant beluga whales. Um, they're I hope you didn't creatures. call
3: your girlfriend a beluga whale when you were at the, no, you God were God at no, the aquarium.
2: no, if she listens to this I don't know. Um, no, I did not. Okay, <laughs> so, good good man God, I hope you didn't thank actually God, dude, mistake dude. a worker for a beluga whale either.
0: This, could, no, this story no. can
2: go both ways. So, so well, uh, Georgia Aquarium is pretty big. So a lot of one like, of the Eleanor largest
3: aquariums are. in the United States, I believe.
2: Well, thank you for the fact. Um, what about but, the uh, worry? Yeah. So, yeah, no. no. Um, so, no. there's a lot of field trips, like elementary school field trips. Right. There were a lot of kids there. Um. So, uh, I kind of uh, said something. I said, dang, that's a, you know, a big ace. Uh, you know, I didn't say ace, but, you know, I said, beluga whale. Well, it's, you know, it's huge. And there just so happens to be a small child that – comes up next to me up to the glass and uh <laughs> says uh says to me says he looks at me and goes, that's not a nice word. <laughs> so uh yeah, that was that was that was very interesting. Uh you gotta watch to, your mouth at their foot. That's weight. gonna come back Dude, and hurt you I'm on just the sewer. Aqua-
3: I know. I said they're yeah, gonna th- start documenting what, everything. Yeah, oh my we- God. When you're out on the PGA tour, you're going to get a scandal release for cussing in front of seven year olds. I'm going to get
2: like live footage, like, what were you thinking in this moment standing here? And I'm going to be like, uh, yeah. sweating. <laughs> so,
3: so what, how, how else was the Atlanta trip? Did you get to uh, the College Football Hall of Fame?
2: Uh, actually, I did that like three weeks ago. So, this is our second trip in three weeks that oh, we've had okay. to Atlanta. okay. So, uh, a regular. So, we, yep. <laughs> yeah. So I don't like being a regular, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it, it was good. Uh, first one was a uh, first, first a game we went to game. was yeah, against the Nationals. Blowout. Yeah, that was a blowout.
1: That that was not. Yeah, a you're banned game. from going to every Braves fan now. They lose every time you go.
2: Yeah, well, well, when I'm rooting for the away team, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so <laughs> if you get a pass. <laughs> you get a pass if you're rooting for the away team. I get a pass. Uh, well, I ate all the free food I wanted the first game. This time yeah, I had to pay for yeah. it. I paid. Dude, listen Shout to this. Out Home Depot. So, Yeah, listen to this. Listen to this. So. For two, for a cheeseburger meal and a chicken tender meal, no, and me I think I got a beer, but all that together at the concession stand, it was $40, Holy so I paid $40, oh my god, I was like, my eyes about popped out of my head. Uh, I hope you savored but,
3: that cheeseburger. Dude, <laughs> better,
2: oh my god. You better god. spend an hour eating that thing. <laughs> I ate very slowly, um, but it, it was really weird being there, I, I, I don't know, it was strange, what are your? I like the stadium. i was gonna say,
3: do you like? Do you like right. the new Stadium?
2: I like it. It's it's in it's a very weird. random. It's, yeah, it's, it's in like an odd place, off the
0: side of like Burbank here in Baton Rouge. Like it's like <laughs> just kind of like in the middle of the suburbs.
2: Yeah. It is like if we'll you see, didn't it know it was there, enough. you would never know. That's, it's saw like all of these after
0: like, the game one time. <laughs> <It's> definitely, <laughs> it's definitely in the suburbs. <laughs>
3: Waited up the Applebee's. There's yeah, a theater. steak and shake yeah. across for the street. Your local late night happy hour. It was the,
0: <laughs> one of the only places open that wasn't in the battery uh, at, you know, at 10 p.m. Was the What Applebee's. about
2: steak and shake across the street? Uh,
0: I guess we missed that one.
2: <laughs> this is right there. Well, that's no thing. But Let me tell you this. That's crazy that we stayed in battery. We stayed in a hotel in battery. Um, thank God we didn't have to pay for the hotel because just for the. The regular rate for being there, I guess, for just a regular NL matchup is $291 at night. I can say this now. same thing about the Marriott so we that, saw in Baton Rouge. So, so listen to this. The Red Sox coming to town, since it was an interleague matchup, and I guess it's such a big team, the rate for the night was $409 at night.
1: Imagine what the night. prices were in the World Series if it was at least $1,009. <sighs>
2: I can't
3: imagine. What is, so is the battery? I guess I'm assuming right next to the stadium.
0: It's like a whole development that uh, is built around the stadium. So it's like okay. so got a, hotels, a bunch of bars
3: and shops and yeah, restaurants okay. and all that. But,
0: but the so, development sits just out in the middle of the burbs.
3: Yeah. So you mentioned yeah. you got you got to stay there for free fudge. Was that a home te- a Home Depot discount?
2: No, no, it wasn't. That was a <laughs> family thing. No, yeah, okay. no, yeah. no, yeah, no. Home Home Depot is not is not. Uh, paying for my my baseball trips they gave him uh, one of those sheds exactly. from
0: the parking lot they said you can set up camp. <laughs> yeah
2: go ahead set these suckers out free said, i'm waiting i'm waiting for an invite to run in the tool race you know <laughs> oh yeah now that would be selfish <laughs> that, that would be, be so something what, tool you, what tool are you, Bro, going let to? you let be me run as the <laughs> hammer. Yes, let me we'll run as the then. hammer i'm too big to be the hammer or, or the bucket I can't be... Th- like, you have to be short. My on? head would through the middle top middle of the I bucket.
3: I'm assuming there's a hammer fucking yeah. screwdriver. Yeah, it's probably a like drill. a nail. A drill. A drill. The drill, okay. So, it's a uh, hammer. Dynamic.
0: Or,
1: or you can race against the freeze the next time.
3: <laughs> yes. You uh, should, no. no the freeze, God. that's always a funny. Dude, let me tell you what.
2: We were sitting in the seats, and they have that, like... I guess it's like a quick create like, advertisement out there on the wall. And I literally said, I told Lauren, I said, he's going to catch him right there. And they take off and the guy's running it and I'm looking, and I'm looking sure enough right there. So I just <laughs> no, looked at her and she goes, far, oh my God, you were like right. right by like left center. The freeze has only Dude, lost once. They do, they do some crazy thing. Now they have like some obstacle course. They get two guys from like, from what? like two contestants that they run like the same track and they run the, the warning track and they jump over this like obstacle thing and they have to run through these like, uh, like through these like, Curtains almost, and there's like somebody standing on the other side in a morph suit, like in one of the things. And if you run into him, you just get rammed by this giant, like yoga ball. <laughs> it, it's so random, it's wow. crazy. They really do. The guy, the second guy, runs through in the yoga ball and the, just nails him and he hits the ground and he runs through. He ends up winning. And he, you look at him and they zoom in on him, the man is literally bleeding out of his mouth. And I was like, "Jesus!" Oh I was like, "This is gruesome." I said, "The fact well, that they're, they're not doing Manchester that again." Ran. We got some free tickets like, for the next game. I'm serious. <laughs> it's gonna so, sue the man in the morph suit.
3: Did you have any uh, any walk up songs that stuck out to you that you really um, enjoyed?
2: No, no, not really. I mean, I think I think Ozzy Albys has uh, Travis Scott. Highest well, in the room, I think. That, I think that's that's probably like the best one so far.
3: Okay, so that kind of goes into our next little segment of, of top walkout songs we heard. So we've got we've got fudges with Ozzy Albies. Waiter Tyler, what's your favorite one?
1: I know I had a plethora of our intramural softball walk-up songs of you know the i I, yes. do, I do know our friend linden had the best one careless whisper is always a good one with the slow you're
0: going another direction there yes he <laughs> did have some inappropriate
1: well yeah i'm trying to stay away from the inappropriate ones yeah we'll talk about that off stream but uh my ones weren't really top and i have to say i'll stick on the travis Scott train go with butterfly effect. that's a that's a pretty good one if you have that you better hit a dinger every time you walk up to the plate <laughs>
3: All right, Wed, what? what? What's yours?
0: Uh, I would say one as a kid that just kind of stuck out of all time was uh, Chipper Jones doing the Crazy Train, Ozzy little Throwback. Yeah, it comes yeah. like a little classic. Blaring rock. over Turner Field, you know, before they moved to the Burbs and they were in the, <laughs> the Burbs side of the interstate.
1: Good old uh, Turner, now yeah. Yeah. yeah, Now it's called Old Turner, <laughs> Old Atlanta Turner. and MLB
3: the Show. Yeah. I will say mine is not a batter's walk-up song. Pitcher's entrance song. Mariano Rivera cool. with the uh, Inter Sandman, another throwback. You, you hear that one playing, you know you're in trouble. Granted, more people have walked on the moon than gotten hits off of him. So, well, in, in the playoffs, but still, that's uh, you hear that coming over the loudspeakers, just get ready to strike out.
1: No, that's intimidating. Well, that's I tell you what, whenever they use it whenever they enter, that's intimidating.
3: Yes, yeah, so I tell you
2: what. That had a reverse effect last week because AJ Minter, that is his uh, entrance song coming out of the bullpen, and the man gave up a deep Homer. So might said to be young. more uh, little <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: so, uh,
0: kind bit of a So, bit
3: of of than of of one last thing to touch on with baseball. We want to talk about our most surprising teams in the MLB so far. It's still early in the season, mm-hmm. uh, but mine would have to be the Astros. We started off weak, a little hometown team here. Started out weak, went on a little losing streak, uh, but I believe we've won 10 straight so far. So uh, they're shaping up their league in their division. I'd like to maybe catch a playoff game this year mm-hmm. over a Minute Maid Park. So uh, that's that's my most surprising team so far.
1: I would have to say the Red Sox for my, my most surprising. That's a bad surprise. It's a bad surprise. I had a lot of high expectations uh, for this team coming off of a ALCS berth last year. I mean, they added a guy like Trevor Story. I thought this was going to be the best offensive lineup in the league. Uh, The pitching staff, I mean, you have Vivaldi, Houck, and and Rich Hill uh, pretty much as your top three guys. And. Uh, just off to a poor start, if you would have told me that they would have a worse record than the Baltimore Orioles right now, I would probably have been, uh, what the heck is going on with this team? But yeah, this going into the start of this season, I know that the AL East was going to be loaded at the top of the Rays, Yankees, and, and Blue Jays. Blue Jays had a lot of key pieces, Yankees or the Yankees, and the Rays are pretty much going to be the con- most consistent we- the baseball team. So it would have to be the Red about- Sox for me for the most... Surprising team so far.
3: Speaking of the the Yankees, we talk about Aaron Judge's walk off home run. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that man! I mean, you knew it was gone before the pitch even hit the bat. <laughs> like that thing was just absolutely slacked into like the third row of the left field. I feel back. like he doesn't even like hit it, and it goes like five hundred feet easily. I mean, it, I
2: think they need to check his bat.
3: <laughs> they need to check him for some well, PDS. Let's be real. <laughs> The berry bombs. Yeah, I mean put you, Yeah, uh, that, that was just – I just wanted to throw that in there. That was one of the most impressive walk-off home runs I've seen.
0: I would say the most surprising team to me. Uh, the Angels are finally putting it all together. So, talent-wise, it shouldn't be a surprise. But um, the pitching looks really, really good. And maybe this is the year where uh, they contend against the Astros in the West. And then um, also in the West on the other side in the NL – uh, the Diamondbacks are having a surprisingly pretty good year uh, for a team that's uh, for the last couple of years has been really trying to figure it out and uh, has been near the bottom of of baseball uh, for them to be with a winning record 30 games. in, um, I'd say that's a pretty good accomplishment. And they've both teams um, have really got it done through pitching uh, both teams, two of the more surprising starting rotations um, in the league.
3: Yeah, and you know, speaking of pitching for the Angels, you informed me this weekend, Wade, last year the Angels drafted, <laughs> or two years ago, drafted 20 straight pitchers. Yes. So, Hale seems to be paying off for them in the, the long run right now. you
1: yeah, could even say in the NL West, the Padres are a surprise the team, too. I mean, with Fernando Tatis Jr. being out for the first yeah, few months, a lot of people thought back. that they were going to be dead in the water, not even make the playoffs, and they're, they're looking pretty good. I already got 20 wins on the season, and they're right there in the hunt with the Dodgers there at the top and the Giants
2: as well.
3: All right, Futcher, yeah, I, you think,
2: got. I think for me, I think uh, a team that's jumped out to me, I think, is the Minnesota Twins. I, I think that uh, they definitely have the core pieces they need uh, to to compete, I think. Uh, it's just a matter, matter of putting it all together uh, right now, leading the, the AL Central. So uh, not too much of a dogfight there. I mean, I think their only other competitor is really going to be the Chicago White Sox, who kind of turned it on late <laughs> last year. Um, so I think that, you know, the right pieces, I think pitching wise, uh, is key in the AL. I mean, now we have the universal DH, so it's not so much of, it, there's really no difference anymore. Um, so I think, uh, pitchers are going to be able to focus on pitching and, and I think, uh, you're going to see a lot of guys, uh, emerge and you're going to see a lot more guys compete for a Cy Young every year.
3: Yeah, you heard a chuckle from Tyler there, as as Fletch mentioned, the White Sox. Since they are my team, uh, been my team ever since college when I found a Chicago White Sox brand new hat sitting on my truck. So I took it and now I sport it to the gym every now and then. So the White Sox are my team. They play your Astros at home in June. I
2: might have to go check that game out. Yeah, hey, uh Chet, you and I need to talk about Red Sox Astros here uh, in August. Okay.
3: Yeah so, uh, hey, I might
2: have to visit Houston for a little road trip.
3: Yeah, no, let's do it. we we'll, look we'll get a we'll get a weekend of baseball and All golf. Right.
1: if he's going then I'm gonna root for the
0: Astros, definitely. <laughs>
1: Dude, you're
3: gonna root for the trash can bangers, really.
2: really <laughs> <laughs> look at
0: you. Tyler's defiant.
3: So I guess well, to, to wrap it up, Tyler, I don't know if you want to give us any insight to your rain out experience, yeah, I mean, especially were... <laughs> since LSU got swept. It
1: really wasn't much. I mean, I know that Jacob said earlier in his ATL trip that he was there for four hours. Well, I I was probably there at best for two hours. It was it was raining all the way on our trip there. It was about an hour trip from where I live. And uh, i got there, made it through like the First, like, two and a half innings, and then there was lightning all around. It was still playing when there was lightning around. Literally, it was, like, right by, like, the U-High Stadium. That, it was, well, that's like,
3: why they need to switch to wooden bats. There'd be no <laughs> stoppage in play. Yeah. It'd be just flying.
1: Well, it, it was pouring its you-know-what off. Uh, it was pretty <laughs> much like a tropical storm over it. So, yeah, I mean – yeah, the series didn't go in uh, the Tigers' favor. I mean, you got to give credit to Ole Miss. Pretty much, uh, they're looking like they caught
3: fire at the right. They time. They caught fire at
1: the right time. And I think uh, they're definitely going to be a lock uh, for the postseason.
3: Yeah. So well, I hate to uh, hate that you your your fancy sweet tickets, free food and drink got cut yeah. short. But uh, you know that that pretty much wraps up this week's edition of Sports Scramble. As always, check us out. Pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, we got Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, even on Anchor. Uh, shout out to Anchor, they're our host, uh, and they also now sponsor the show. So if you're listening on Spotify, give our entry ad a listen, Uh, really helps us out. Uh, that's you know we'll, We're recording this on Sunday, we're probably going to try to upload Monday or Tuesday now since Fudge's as as, uh, Home Depot discounts got to keep them at work on Monday nights. So I don't know if
1: he'll be able uh, to get the Home Depot account when he uh, visits Minute Maid Park. They're not going to allow that. You have to be like an orange juice company. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, but
2: <laughs>
1: as always, uh, Phil maybe Shredo's... they can give you seats uh, in the train. You can like blow the horn every time. the There you go. Futch could be the conductor. Every time <laughs> you could be the run. conductor of the train every time the Astros hit home <laughs> yeah, run. But, uh, I would want to do
3: that one time. That would be pretty cool. Just to be the Hey, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll work, out, work out a deal. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, as always, thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, check us out at Twitter, on, at Sports Scramble 4. We'll, we'll be uploading Tyler's short little vlog uh, much. from it his. It should have been
1: longer <laughs> if it wasn't for Mother yes.
3: nature ruining our plans. And we may upload the video of me topping the heck out of that golf ball. I don't know if I want to succumb myself <laughs> Come to that embarrassment. Yeah, had some Other very good shots. You have to learn from your mistakes. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, follow follow us on Twitter. Um, Please leave us a rating on Spotify and Apple. Uh, Maybe subscribe and uh, help us out. And if there's any questions or any topics that would like to be covered, just shoot us a DM and we'll make sure to cover them. So uh, thank you everybody for listening and thank you guys for joining in. Y'all have a good one.